There was an idea called the Studio 232 Initiative to bring together a group of ridiculous people to become something more. To see if they could work together when we needed them to. To entertain like no one else could. You ever seen the Avengers? Absolutely. Nope. No spoilers. Okay. Everybody dies. It, everybody dies. No! It was avenging. Is there? Is there actually? I... not really. Yeah, Alright, this guy can control all of reality. How about I punch him? I'm gonna bash some freedom on your skull, Thanos! Hey, what is up? Internet, I am Frank from Studio 232, and joining me as usual is... I'm Polo, and fuck Rob! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right. I'm Schmitty, I'm alright with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ambivalent towards Rob, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I, I was, I was uh, told to say that by you can't our advertisers. That. You can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> so so on, guys. Another week, another podcast. Yeah, that's that's about what's yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's it's been a week since the last one. It's been yeah. at least seven days. How time works. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly how time works. Uh, anyone do anything cool over the nope. week? Literally nothing. Nope. It's been pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the video game world has just died down. There's, like, no new news coming out for a while, except for Life is Strange 2 just kind of, like, popped its head in there after E3. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm here, too. They actually, the they released, um, it's like a little standalone kind of thing that you can play that'll lead into Life is Strange 2. I don't think mm -hmm. it's directly correlated with it but apparently some of the choices that you make in that game will affect your progress in life is strange 2 somehow interestingly oh. enough um i downloaded it i'm going to play it tomorrow so i'll talk about that next week yeah all right uh yeah no that yeah i heard it was in the same universe i didn't know it continued the same choices but that's pretty interesting yeah apparently i tried to play the first one i didn't get i got to the school and i gave up Ah, uh, you shouldn't have. Life is Strange was a great game. I've played it like five I, times is, at this point. Wasn't it taken place entirely out of school? So isn't that like, did you like give up at the beginning? No, not entirely. Yeah. But yeah, he did pretty much give up at the beginning. <laughs> I gave up at the very beginning of the. I, you know what it was at the time. I know why. Um, that's a ver that's a game where you want to be paying attention to the story. You want to be hearing what's going on because you have oh, choices absolutely. to make. So you have to decide things. Yeah. And at the time, I was often catching myself in party chat talking to friends. And yeah, you can't play that game like that. <laughs> no. There's so many games that I can't play in party chat. And it just, that kind of bothers me because I'm like, I want to pay attention to this thing. But this person's going off in my ear about their troubles. Don't go in party chat. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was that simple. No, it really but... is. You just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are telling you about their troubles? 
Like 48 of them. Jesus Christ. I played... What did we play? We played fucking For Honor that one time with the beta. And there was like 18 people. And somehow they're all simultaneously having different conversations at the same time. And I'm like, Polo, this is fucking madness. How do you deal with this? I stopped. I'm not dealing with that. Um, Not anymore like that. I used to be very much like that. These huge party chats with like a bunch of different people. We'd all be talking. And then I just... that was the problem was that I was catching myself just not playing video games because I'd be sitting there talking to people and I want to be paying attention to whatever game I'm playing. Um, if it's a multiplayer, if it's like GTA, fine, whatever. Well, yeah. But then, but then it became like I'd be playing a multiplayer game and I'd just be sitting there talking to somebody about whatever game we're playing and then two people are screaming about Rocket League in the background and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't deal with this. And so I kind of like cut down on that. Now it's like, I'll have a few people in my party chat at a time, but not that many. After It's the same rule with the podcast. Anything after four people, that's where you start getting that crazy talk over, and it becomes terrible to listen to. Mm-hmm. You can't hear what the hell's going on, and you don't know how these people are having all, this many conversations. Yeah, Rob, you motherfucker. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> yeah, Rob. I say yeah, that no, he's, he's, he's usually the biggest that. culprit. <laughs> usually the biggest yeah. culprit. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, um, you definitely you definitely need to pay attention when you're playing Life is Strange. So, but you definitely should play that. I fucking loved that game. It was a fantastic game. They did a prequel one, also fantastic. Um, I I can't praise it enough. It was a very good game. I think that was my game of the year. The game the year it came out. I yeah, believe. it was the. Yeah, we've talked about it many times, yeah. and I I did want to play it, and then I just wound up never going back to it because you know me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just, I just moved on to something else. And yeah. then I never, I never looked back and was like, oh, what other games do I have? I have so many games on PlayStation that I could be playing at any given time. And I'm playing Fallout Shelter. <laughs> it's the only game I've played in days. And I didn't even play that much of it in the last few days. But like, that's yeah, it. that's weird. <laughs> that's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Fallout Shelter. <laughs> I did sign into GTA yesterday, but that was just because I... I really wanted to play the crew, but I didn't want to spend like a hundred dollars on the gold edition of the crew to play it today. Ew, what? Uh, when it comes out, yeah. No, if you buy the gold edition of the crew right now, you can start playing the crew too right now. But the actual game doesn't come out until Friday. Oh fuck that! I'll wait till Friday. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not playing um, it at all, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't. I still don't know how I felt about the crew too. Like I played a bit of the closed beta and I talked about this already, but I didn't know I didn't really it didn't grab me like the first one did mm-hmm. like at all. Maybe that'll be different when the actual full game is released. Yeah. because uh, we'll be seeing those stories coming up soon. But like if it's not if I can't just drive around and fucking enjoy myself, then there's really no point to the crew for me. So I'm like, I'm just going to go drive around in GTA. At least I got a fucking DeLorean over there. Fuck yeah, man. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was doing. Are I was saying? just driving around my DeLorean because I'm like, fuck it. I got a fucking DeLorean. I'm just going to drive it around. I know. It's so awesome. <laughs> it is. But you're saying the problem with the crew 2 is mostly the map, right? The, the problem with the crew 2... See, the, the thing with the crew, the first game was all set out to be you can travel the country, but you do it really fast. It takes about 20 minutes to get from one side of the country to the other. So it's not God, that God, if only. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> now it takes about 40 minutes. My problem with it is the, it's, the scale is so much worse now because of it. 
it feel they scaled out the cities to make them feel bigger to make the f cities feel more real but in doing that they it seems like they lowered the length of like the open roads in between the cities because you just have the you know it's just like that's how they they measured out these cities impractically like florida is fucking uh, that was what it was it was florida there's mm -hmm. like three it's cities it's, it's three florida. cities in florida <laughs> And it takes up almost the entire half of the East Coast. And I'm like, Florida does not take up this much of the goddamn East Coast. I know. No. I've driven it multiple times in my life. Yeah, Virginia Virgin does. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no Virginia there. Yeah, there, well. There's Washington, D.C., and that's it. Hmm. Well, why would you want to go to Virginia? Let's be real. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was exactly. just, that was just infuriating to me. I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I really want to play this game anymore. It doesn't, it's not as like, hey, just go drive the fucking countryside. Mm -hmm. And so what that kind of took me away from what that. If they, what if they took the Assassin's Creed Origins map and then just shoved that in the middle? And then you could drive <laughs> around like a giant desert. You can drive around in ancient Egypt? What? <laughs> you can kind of drive around ancient Egypt because you do have, you know, carriages and shit. And actually... The way they set that up in Origins, I don't know if I talked about this when I actually played Origins, but they have this, um, they'll have this, like, you set up your marker on the map and then you get into your, uh, like, either on your camel or on your horse or, like, into, into a, a whole thing or whatever. And, um, and then you can just set it to, like, just go. And then it, the game will just drive the roads for you so you don't have to worry about it. So you can just be like, go that way. And then just go make a sandwich. <laughs> That that was actually pretty nifty, and I was like, I like that. That was yeah, but fun. It's, but it's not a fast travel. I gotta still sit there while this fucking thing goes anyway. Yeah. You do have a the fast travel. travel. It, it's if you don't have that fast travel checkpoint yet. Right. Still. Mm, I don't know. I'd have to see it in practice before I. Yeah. Am upset with it. <laughs> still not. It's still not the best fast travel setup that Ubisoft has created this year. Fucking. <laughs> it still goes to Far Cry. Far Cry Five. Just wow. being able to airdrop and and go towards a destination after fast traveling is just amazing. Yeah, sounds like it. It's 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 great. You just you get airdropped and then you have your waypoint set and then you just wingsuit down to it. It's like, alright. Huh. Wasn't exactly a fast travel, but I didn't have that fast travel checkpoint, so that worked. <laughs> yeah. Whatever works. Mm. I didn't get to play much this past week. I mean, um, Play some Sea of Thieves for a bit, because of course, you were supposed to play and you missed out, motherfucker. <laughs> what, uh, Schmitty or me? You, you. Oh, I was, yeah. I was oh, talking yeah, to you about right. playing. Remember? No, Schmitty. Yeah, Schmitty don't right. care. Schmitty's not gonna miss out on anything because Schmitty like yeah. he cheats. <laughs> Dude, I definitely missed I'd out. I become but a new like... potato man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in the middle of like an insane deep clean of like No, I know you were thing. and I I absolutely get why. I'm just saying you missed out because mm -hmm. I found I finally found a chest of sorrow which I've just been seeing people finding throughout, you know, like Reddit and shit like that and I've never once found it myself. Well, I came upon a fucking shipwreck and I was like Holy shit, it's a chest of sorrow. <laughs> sitting in the shipwreck was one of those upside down ones, and it's sitting dead center in the captain's quarters. And I go, Holy shit, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, Look at this thing. Um, and that thing, 
I was in the middle of an Order of Souls mission too, and I got some pretty good shit off that Order of Souls mission. And then, um, <laughs> but so the, the thing with the Chest of Sorrow is that randomly it'll just start crying. And when it starts crying, it starts filling your ship with water. And that's obviously not a good thing because it'll fucking sink your ship if you're not careful. So when you hear it just like faintly sobbing, you got to run down below deck and just start bailing the water out of it. <laughs> it goes on. It goes on for a decent amount of time too. So I'm sitting there bailing the water out. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm pointed at a rock. I don't know what the fuck is coming towards me. I don't know nothing because I'm by myself and I'm just bailing my ship out. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but like I said, I was in the middle of a mission. So every time I got off of the ship to go onto the island to fight the skeletons, I hid it in a bush. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to come back and my ship's going to be sunk because I'm not fucking doing this. And I just threw it in a bush. <laughs> and then I uh, found a couple skulls, got some exquisite spices. I made a, made a decent chunk of change and experience that night. It was pretty nice. And that is and why... I got nothing. And that is why I say you missed out. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Oh, well. I'm sure it'll... There will be other times. It'll be fine. There will. But... The other crying chest. I mean, maybe. I don't know. There's still another uh, another fancy chest that I've never found. Like the chest of a thousand grogs or some bullshit like that. <laughs> I don't know. But I've yet to find that one too. So, there's another and one. And there'll be more. Because we're not... We're still in the, first, in the beginning stages of Sea of Thieves. Oh, absolutely. It would just be nice if some of those things were a bit more... Uh, accessible to find easily found in the world mm. not like a whole lot but just like a little bit because like i said I've, I've been playing since day one and i've never fucking found one hell i've been playing since before day one <laughs> i never found one yeah <laughs> so it would be nice but whatever and i think i got i don't know if i said it but i think i got like half a thing of ex half the bar of experience for turning that thing in i was like holy shit look at this i was like this is awesome damn <laughs> yeah it was pretty it was pretty decent i was like holy shit <laughs> it was nice it was very, very nice. nice yep but you were cleaning in preparation for your party so definitely get that yes because <laughs> my old ass turned 30. <laughs> how's that uh how's that working out for you <laughs> Um, well, I've been ghosted from dating apps five times in the last week, so about as you go well as usual. <laughs> yeah, I think being this old just kind of screwed me, and now it's just like, nah, man, don't don't even bother. <laughs> well, there you go, Schmitty. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look forward terrible. to it. <laughs> look forward to it. <laughs> look, forward, look forward to it. It's the same shit, but you're... Now in your thirties, and everything hurts more. <laughs> no, that that night, as soon as you turn thirty, you're like everything hurts now, <laughs> dude. That night, I I really gave up on drinking because I tried as hard as I could to black out. Like I started the night with tequila, and then kept drinking other drinks to which I kept adding tequila to it. I don't know how you were drinking that because that just sounds fucking disgusting. Like, I can't imagine. Delicious. I can't imagine that was delicious. delicious. I don't know. I don't believe you. <laughs> it was. It was delicious because I was already drunk. <laughs> so it was know, delicious. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna take your word for it. I'm not trying yeah. it. <laughs> I drank a lot of tequila to my face as well as other drinks and other shots and all this other shit. <laughs> and by the end of the night, I'm like, 
still awake, like drinking a bottle of water, just having a casual conversation. I'm like, this is, this just isn't going to happen. Yeah. Like, I think this is your last night of binge drinking because all this is doing is hurting you in the morning. I think you just went too slow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem with drinking is I like every time I wind up drinking, I feel like the night's over in like a second. Well, I mean, it's what you <laughs> wanted, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I, I just binge so fast that I'm like, what just happened to the night? It, it's, <laughs> when did it become 3 a.m.? Yeah, well. The best part was that you were like, oh, Nick and Ryan are here, so we have to do a tequila shot. And I was like, uh, if I must, fine, whatever. But then I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> Nick is here. I have something that I had wanted to give him for, like, uh, almost a year now. I was like, I gotta go give that to him real quick. So... Um, I go, Nick, come on my, come with me to the car real quick. So he's like, all right, fine. So I hand it to him. He's like, oh, all right, cool. And then, um, Ryan's, uh, wife came out and she's like, oh, here, I have something to give you. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, we're just trading presents over here. All right. So we were standing there talking about that. And by the time we showed back up in the backyard, you guys were like, hey, look, clink, shot, hooray. And I was like, cool. I didn't have to take the shot. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, perfect. <laughs> I think I got, I just kind of got tired of waiting. I'm like, I'm taking this. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> totally got out of it. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then I drank more tequila after that. That's so gross. <laughs> and, yeah. I wasn't even like really hungover. Just more like stomach the next yeah. day. I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. I cool. was fucking exhausted because I had work in the morning. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't get to bed till like 3.30. And I had to wake up at... 7.30. I was like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> yep, yep. Me and your girlfriend were joking about how you'd be complaining the next day. But lo and behold, we didn't know you'd just be complaining on the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I mentioned it. I'm not really complaining. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you didn't mention it that day. You're like... <laughs> you're like I'm not mentioning that we were. I think we were texting that next day too and you're just like I'm not even going to say anything <laughs> I mean what's the difference <laughs> it's not going to change anything A and B you knew I was going to be tired what's the difference <laughs> yup <laughs> yeah we knew but we just get like you said that like six times and then we continue to sit there and talk I know Yeah. yeah. you seem unfazed by the tiredness at the time <laughs> it is what it is yeah. How many chances do we all get to hang out anymore? Yeah. Pretty much. We're not just sitting on a podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. So, eh, you know, whatever. Mm. It was a good night. I had fun. Good. I'm glad. Mm. I did too. But good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, that was that was 30. And uh, Rob gave me the Fallout board game, which we're going to have to play Oh, definitely. Schmitty's got to play uh, too, because Schmitty knows nothing about Fallout. <laughs> yes. I played New Vegas. I know about the desert. I know about the desert. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, now this is based entirely in Fallout 4. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. At least that area of the world. It's all all Boston-based. But there are so many pieces to this thing. Like, I opened it up the next day because that's, like, all I did that day. I was like, I'm going to open this up. I'm going to take a look at it. I'm going to have it prepared and shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... It's got like those card out, those cutout cardboard boards where you have to knock out the pieces, mm-hmm. um, and there was like six or seven pages of those. God. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, all these tiny little pieces. And I'm like, I'm going to lose these. Like, I am going. <laughs> so what I did is I popped them all out and put them into separate bags. I, like, just organize them based on what they are and put them all into separate bags. I'm like, no. Yeah. Not doing this. There you go. This is going to be gonna be insane because th- those were all and like i all i did was take it out of the wrapping and like pick it up and pieces were falling out of it so i'm like uh-uh nope <laughs> yeah i don't blame uh, you at all and you and you like have to make the player boards and everything because it's two pieces of that cardboard to actually make the player board oh which is kind of like a mini um it's a mini pip boy oh <laughs> and yeah it's uh it's cool. If you know Fallout, like you'll you'll figure out exactly what it means, where how your rads go, where your experience, like your experience. It's very easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know Fallout, at least for that part of it, the rules. There are two rule books to this motherfucker. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like it's. It's it's gonna take a lot of doing. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but the figures look awesome. There's five figures included, and they're he- really well detailed. I've heard. Well, I mean, you can play that like solo, so you could probably, if you yeah. really wanted to, just like play it and see if you can start to understand things. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the plan. I have yet to do that yeah. yet, but yeah, that's the plan. Well, because is that I was gonna play it solo and see what happens. Like I said to you, I was like, yeah, that's smart because then you know maybe we won't be running to the rule book every three seconds for clarification on something yeah. or just like what what do I do now? All right, you gotta do this, and you're like, well, I mean. It's kind of... I was like, no. You remember that Game of Thrones game we used to play? We used to go to the rule book every fucking four seconds. I was like, so? <laughs> like, if we, if somebody yeah, understands, is, then at least maybe we'll have a better chance. <laughs> that Game of Thrones game just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I was not down for the Game of Thrones game. This, this I think I could be down for. It seems more co-op-y, but you are still trying to win. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Uh, I like the Game it, of Thrones game. But it's game. different I don't than care. other games. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it when I could just take the north, and then I was like, all right, come at me. I'm staying right here. <laughs> Nobody fuck with me. <laughs> There's, um... Yeah, this game's... It's going to take a lot of getting used to. And I'm sure there's still going to be rule books look at, looked at. Oh, I'm sure. Because but it's... Yeah. The one of the two rule books you can look at. Well, like I said, just at like... At least it's not as bad as... Less, less than every three seconds. Maybe like every five seconds. (laughs) If we can go like a turn, it'd be pretty great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if I play D&D, which has like full hardcover fucking books, uh, multiples that you need for one fucking campaign. So this is, it's not that bad. (laughs) It just has a lot of pieces. That's, that's the difference with this is that there's a lot of pieces going on, which are I also feel like the the big struggle is between, like, the amount that people are, like, drinking at a board game thing versus how tough a board game is to understand. We certainly were not drinking back then. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. That was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, I have done D&D both many times sober and a few times while drinking. And I will say that if the DM starts drinking, it can actually be more fun. <laughs> and if you get Rob drunk, then nobody's going to be looking at the rules anyway. Yeah, so let's do whatever the fuck we want. Room. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I've, I've D&D'd with Rob many times. 
and Rob is the guy who's going to have the rule book like in his hand the whole time, checking to make sure you're playing it right. Oh, of course. Which is, yeah, that, that's been a personal frustration with me and Rob <laughs> playing D&D together forever, was that, because if you read, if you read the first page of the DM's guide, right there, it's like, okay, figure out what you're doing and stick with it. Mm -hmm. If you keep changing things on your players, they're going to get pissed. Yeah. And... Rob is the type of DM who's like, oh, I reread that rule over the week, and that's not how that works, so that's just not going to be a thing anymore. Oh, shit. Be like, guy, <laughs> we've been doing this for five straight weeks. Yeah, no. I've been doing this thing for five straight weeks. Yeah. No. If you've been this doing is, it, you're this fucked. This isn't a post-game update. Absolutely. There's, there's, no, this, there's no fucking editing like that. You can't do that. That's fucked. No. This isn't a Destiny item getting nerfed. <laughs> like, you can't just fucking do that. Yeah, then that's that tends to be a problem. And with this, there's only two rule books, so I'm like, good, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no need for Rob to back backtrack things back to the '80s to see how a rule plays out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, has he done that? That's not true. Okay. He's never done that, and that wouldn't yeah, make it... sense. But <laughs> I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'd be all right with that. If he went back to the '80s to prove something wrong, I'd be like. Fair enough. I mean, it's the 80s. I might have to slap him if he well, did that to me. I'd be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, but only if D &D it was the 80s. No, if he's going to go back 30 years to prove his point, fuck that. <laughs> like, you're fucking <laughs> reaching for that, man. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never done anything like that. Uh, but, like, D&D &D changes every few years. Every few years they come out with a new edition, right. and basically all the old rules are jack shit, and the new rules are how you play. Mm. Which, at any point, it's it's player choice. You can always stick with the rules you know and the books you already have. Of course. And play your campaigns, um, which has always been the benefit to D&D, &D, is it it's always comes down to who's the DM and how do they feel like playing it. Right. Which is not something the Fallout game will have. No. <laughs> because... No, you don't have somebody who's in charge. It's like, no, this is just what you do. <laughs> this is how the super mutant kills you. That's it. <laughs> That's why you can play with only one or two people. Right. And not need a full team of four people to play this game. Yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in playing that. So mm -hmm. we will have to figure that out. We will, yes. Yeah. And we will record it. <laughs> I don't know if we should go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we play it and actually, you know, figure out what the fuck we're doing and get good at it, maybe. <laughs> but that would mean we'd probably have to play a good four or five times. <laughs> yeah. Where we can just be like, yeah, no, I know how to do this. This is how we do it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't even have to look at the book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. Does it? It's never stopped, like, anybody who ever plays D&D &D oh, in that. a video online. Yeah, well, there's there's so <laughs> many, like, obscure random things for that. But I feel like the, the Fallout yeah. game is probably a bit more straightforward. Yeah. Is there, like, a, um, like, a estimated time that it takes to play that board game or no? Yeah. No, I think it's based on however long it takes you to do oh, it. Oh, okay. Because I remember, like, the, the Game of Thrones one had, like, you had turns. So it was just, like, I mean... However long the turn took, but still there was like, you know, nine turns or whatever, and then the game was over. So I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was something kind of like that or if it's just, I mean, you play till everybody dies <laughs> because this is the wasteland. 
I haven't I haven't gotten far enough to find out yet mm. if that's if that's a thing. Oh, all right. Um, because at this point in the rules where I'm at, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this game. Of course. Like, because certain rules and like your character will have a specific scenario that they need to follow particularly, and then there's a scenario that you need to follow. Because oh. there's only like six different scenarios, so potential for you know. DLC. For uh, this. Of course, expansions. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this game could actually like I as soon as I picked it up, I'm like, there's gonna be an expansion. If the, if this game's popular, there'll be an expansion. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because there's only like there's only like five different scenarios you can go across and different different things you can do. So. Oh. Well, that's cool. Hmm. I'll just keep me posted on uh, how your uh, read through the rule books go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I honestly might need to get other opinions on this, so yeah, you well. might wind up getting to the point where I'm like, all right, here's the rule book. You're going to hold on to it for a week. Tell me what you think. Read this fucking thing. I have no idea what the fuck it's saying to me. I, I, I kind of want this to be part of the podcast, like <laughs> segments with different people yeah. talking about the rule book. And now for our weekly reading of the Fallout board game book. <laughs> Today we turn to page... Seven. <laughs> we talk about exhaust. <laughs> Some card abilities exhaust the card when the ability is used. When a card is exhausted, it's rotated 90 degrees. Oh, perfect. Okay, okay. I, I think I don't want this segment anymore. <laughs> I just so happen to have the rule book next to me. That's how I'm with that one. Is that an attack mode or defense mode now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which way is it facing? Did you activate my trap card? <laughs> always. <laughs> you always activate my trap card. <laughs> Only this time my trap so, is a turret. Sp spe speaking of trap cards and Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, do we have um, one of those? Okay. Enlighten me on the segue. <laughs> Enlighten you on the segue, yes. So I was thinking about it the other day. And, um... So, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, that me and Frank both carry a Yu-Gi-Oh card in our pockets to prove that we're ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, the what, however you pronounce it that I always pronounce it wrong card. Hitatsumi Giant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, yeah, we have the card in there. And then this week, actually at the party, you gave me my pirate coin. I did. Which proves that I'm a pirate. Yes. So now I have proof that I'm a ghost pirate. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am ghost pirate polo. I like it. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I've been playing around with that coin a lot. It's really fun. I immediately took it out of its packaging. Yeah. So there goes the resale value. But I, this is my coin. I'm not for fucking selling that thing. This is mine. I was going to say, you motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Selling it. No, That's I know. Why I took it out of the I, right away. I actually tried to do like, it too, and I was like, "This is a bit too much of a hassle for me at the moment. I'm not going to touch it. Fuck it." <laughs> I think it I accidentally. I think I accidentally like the first bit's easy, but then it's in a pl uh, plastic protective case. Yes, yeah, that hard plastic um, case. That hard. I think I accidentally dropped it during the party because later on, when I actually got it out, um, it was. It, it was cracked, and that's where I broke it open. Oh, gotcha. So, so I think I accidentally, like, broke it to do it. But I'm like, I don't care. It's fucking my coin. Yeah. I'll do whatever the well, fuck I want with it's it. It's got, like, a little, like, indentation in there where it's like, here, this is, you know, you you pull out from here, but it's just, like, impossible to do that. So I'm like, 
Okay, cool. <laughs> I've been trying to. I've been playing around with it, trying to get that coin flip, like that the villain from Constantine. Oh uh, yeah. Um, the movie, not the show. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy both. <laughs> um, Is there a show? Yeah. Yeah, there was a show, Constantine. It was really good too. He's gonna be on Legends of Tomorrow the next season. He's gonna be a, yes. a series regular. He was on this past season, yes, actually. I'm very happy about that. As well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm very happy about that because uh, he's also like. When they canceled that show, DC was like, we can't get rid... We have to keep this guy on the payroll somehow. Like, throw him in a show, give him an animated movie, but this guy needs to be our Constantine, because he's nailed it. <laughs> to which, yeah, I watched. I actually watched the Dark Justice League movie recently, because it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is this is great. This is, this is a great movie. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. A bunch, of, a bunch of the animated movies showed up on Hulu. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? All right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. No, I watched that in the Teen Titans movies, and the Teen Titans movies were really good. Oh. What's yep. the uh, What's the fascination with Teen Titans? Because I know that the uh, like the original series was highly regarded. Well, I mean, there was a comic book spanning back from the from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> um. It's it's kind of a staple of the DC lore at this point. It's unfortunately it's kind of always seen as childish. Well, they are the as teen opposed Titans. to some of the yeah <laughs> the the stories aren't that childish. I'm aware. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like the the Teen Titans movies, the ones that are on Hulu right now, they're not like dark. They're not a they're not really adult or anything. But it it isn't childish it's still a good superhero story um but as far as the fascination with it it's i I don't know i've always liked it i've always i've always personally liked the the idea of like all these sidekick characters who are kind of like i fucking hate being a fucking sidekick i'd rather be on a team of other sidekicks (laughs) and that kind of spiraled into that's where all the young superheroes go when they're still too young to to be things and I'm glad that Cyborg isn't a part of them mostly anymore. Because <laughs> Cyborg's always been, like, way older than them. Hmm. <laughs> but they always treated him like a Teen Titan. And it's like, no, he should be with the Justice League now. Like, he can stop. <laughs> well, they, they stopped in that movie. a weird old man. Yeah. That was, actually, that was actually a point they brought up in one of the Teen Titans movies. Was that... Um, was that Cyborg shows up and he's hanging out with them, but he's also part of the Justice League. And they're like, why don't you stick around and help us with the Justice League? He's like, yeah, no, I've been to the Pro League. I ain't going back to the minors. <laughs> Fair enough. But he doesn't He doesn't really fit in with the adult superheroes because they're like, I mean, you got Batman who's all mean and brooding all the damn time. Yeah. And at, at least the Teen Titans have some fun. Like, yeah, they got to do all the superhero work, but they try to have some fun with it. So, yeah, he's like, he winds up hanging out with them a few times during that movie. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've, I've been glad that Cyborg's been getting more of a front row seat in the Justice League than in Teen Titans. And Teen Titans is, it's an interesting, it's interesting when they rewrite the Teen Titans, because... It, it's mostly a place for Robins to go and train and realize that they can work with other people and not be Batman. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So is, is Teen Titans just... Is it just constantly getting new Robins cycled in? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Oh, that's well, horrifying. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Okay. 
the Teen Titans were created by Dick Grayson, the original Robin. So it, it should, so that set up how that was going to go from then on. And he brought a bunch of the other sidekicks and they made the Teen Titans, but eventually he wasn't a teen anymore and he wanted to step out on his own. And, you know, that was actually where his whole Nightwing story comes into place was he started as Robin and then matures and is like, I don't want to be Robin anymore. I want to be Nightwing. And then he eventually leaves the Teen Titans, forms a group of people called the Titans um, for all, you know, those adult Titans. I see what he did there. So it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's. It's like that uh, that fallout civilization that exists in a cave, but once you're 18, get the fuck out. You work on the farm now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they. Uh, but yeah, then I think Tim Drake goes with the Teen Titans for a bit, but then he makes his own, which is Young Justice. Um, but now it's Damien's on the Teen Titans, and Damien on the Teen Titans is just it's just it's great. Mm. I, I that's why I like Teen Titans now is because they keep bringing Damien into things, and Damien Wayne is, like, the coolest little bastard in all of DC. <laughs> like, he's such an asshole. But it's 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 what Jason Todd should have been. He is exactly what Jason Todd should have been, but wasn't. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's a little asshole who thinks the League of Assassins aren't that bad, but at the end of the day, he always sides with Batman, and he's always doing... He's basically Batman, but, <laughs> but, as, 12, but as a 12-year-old. Oh. Nice. Who also has a little bit of a psychotic murderer's spree. Oh. <laughs> well, he was trained by the League of Assassins his entire life, and then Batman's like, no, you're going to be Robin now. <laughs> well, depending on which side of the story you read it. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, he, Damien is a very interesting character who is having a very interesting time as Robin because of just who he is as a person. It's unlike the other Robins. Also, he's the only one who's actually a legit son of Bruce Wayne. So, mm. you know, makes more sense why he's doing it. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, I guess uh, it's about time to wrap up. That was your Teen Titans report. <laughs> yeah, that was your Teen Titans report. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, tune in next week for another reading from the Fallout board game rulebook. And, um... Are you kidding me? No, no one's going to be reading next week. We screwed the pooch here. Like, this was, this was an awful podcast. I'm sorry. I am sorry, guys. We will do better next week if you Whoa, whoa. Don't, 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 don't make that kind of yeah, promise. Yeah, don't promise things you can't, you can't yeah. deliver. That's not... I, I'm going to try at least. <laughs> <laughs> This week it didn't try at all. <laughs> this week I, I just didn't care. All right then, Willie, we'll uh, see you next week if you decide to come back. 